before this episode starts. So this is a great shout out to Anchor, the easiest way to make a podcast. Also, I know y'all have been nice. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for all the love and support on my podcast journey so far. I've I've liked it, you know, it's like it's nice. Uh do not worry, I have been working on it. New podcast episodes every Thursday. I'm trying. Okay, today's a Thursday. It's almost eight. I'm sorry if I had like all day, so I'm sorry. Now until the episode. The wind was howling as the snow blew in my face. The wind pounded in my face. I was in the middle of a huge blizzard died deep, deep in the northern Canada. The winds blew deep into my skin. I can feel the cold arising. As temps dipped deep into the deep below zero. As the wind continued to batter, batter my coat and bag as I'm heading for the cabin. My cabin was the only way that I could escape from my real life. My real life was a nightmare. I had a terrible job, family of a thousand it felt like, and just my life was crumbling under its knees. As my life was crumbling, but the only way of escape from my crumbling life was the cabin. The cabin was much in northern Canada, and it typically got hit thousands of times by huge, massively big snowstorms. Snowstorms could range in size, but typically drop at least 25 inches of snow each time. This one was forecast to drop twice that typical size. I opened up my phone. I had about 30 more minutes of hiking until we got to the cabin. It was very isolated. The only thing out here was either bears or animals. People rarely came out here. I was not worried about any people trying to disturb my quiet time much too deep for people. The local town is nearly 85 miles away, and I'm not even sure if that's right. The town is very far, and this is the only way. The cabin was a nice piece of wood, nice fireplace, and some good stuff, but I still had time. I opened up the weather app on my phone. It said snow is forecast I'm told to go t- for another two days. It was about a two-day blizzard kind of thing. I checked how many inches we could get, and they're saying we could get in excess of 100. That's a few feet. I could walk out the door and couldn't even walk out. Now, I, yes, but it makes no sense that I'm hiking this far. But how did I get here? Well, I got here in a car trip, and I have ordered, t- I have this type of cell phone I can call in for air support if it is necessary. If we get enough snow, if we get enough wind, and it's just almost impossible to get down to my car and drive. I come all the way from Indiana. Now, I've lived in Michigan for most of my life, but then I moved to Indiana. And I think I was, I was a little sick of having snow and cold. Now, Indiana is not that different, but I moved to Indianapolis. And I decided to uh, sit there and set up a life. Now the place 
Indianapolis, the little crappy apartment I had was a female with two kids and one struggling wife. It was fun, but definitely not the greatest. So I decided to come up to my cabin far up in the northern Canada where it barely costs any money and decided to get one. Fast forward two hours later, it took an additional hour to get there the winds and off tracking and GPS mouth weirdo. I finally saw the cabin in the distance. I walked up to his porch. I could feel the snow and I could feel the excitement building. And they put the key in. As they put the key in door opened wide into a dark abyss. I turned on a light and was greeted by a really nice room. It had view, fireplace, cats, well not a cat, I don't know what I'm doing. Had a fireplace, a good kitchen, and some good food. Some good stored, store-bought food that could last years. Got some wood, crankled it up, made a fire. I had to make one. It was too cold. It was about 35 below zero. As it continued, um, I sat down on the couch, opened up a book, and listened to the crackling fire. It was very calming. After a few hours of reading, I decided to get up, get a glass of water, and cook some dinner. Well, again, it was only about eight. Cooked a sandwich, sat back down, and watched and, and watched my book. Now, I need to remind you that there's no internet out here. Not, not even a cable provider out here. No service. I had a phone that had cellular data on. Now, there's a special phone that, again, I use for air support if I need it. As I used it, I didn't use it yet, but I've never actually used it, surprisingly. Maybe I didn't need to. I don't know. As I continued to go throughout the night. I got tired as my eyes began to dampen and they became heavy. And as my world began to dissipate, began to slum, began to drift off. <laughs> Though I jolted awake. It was a knock at the door. Who would knock at the door at this time? I was no stranger to other people, weirdos, weirdos, but this is really weird. And I have been, oh man. I opened up the door, still not sure why, and I was greeted by this nice man. He looked desperate for some warmth. He looked bad, and he had some cleaning supplies. I asked him what he was doing at this time, and he said, Look, man. Look, man, it's really cold out here. I can clean your house. I can give you a bunch of money. I just need to get some space, sleep, and warmth. Please. 
I'm not exactly sure if I should let you in. I mean, it is really... It, you're out in the middle of the Canadian wilderness. Why are you out here? Look, dude, I can tell you all later. Let me just get him, please. All right. I let him in some for some reason. Sat on the couch. I got him a warm cup of coffee. Put some more wood in the fire. Let me talk. Look, dude, I'm sorry for the un- the uninvite, and I know I'm weird for doing this, but I came from Toronto. Um, wait, Toronto? That's really far away. Like, we're in the dead middle of nothingness. Yeah, I know. I, I decided to come here since I just didn't like being in alone places. Alone. Whatever. Well, I got lost up here. I was trying to, I also have a cabin. And it's, I had a family and it's, the family isn't there anymore, and I was trying to get back, and I got wronged. So I've been going through the forest, and when I saw your cabin, I'm just happy. Why do you have your cleaning supplies? I was also there to clean a little bit. I was a bit of their maid. And I also have a family. It's it's a long story, but long story short, thank you for keeping me here. All right, you're welcome, dude. Just go to sleep. We talked for a little bit while like, about his work life, and then we both went to bed. Four hours later. What the? F- Another knock. The other dude woke up too. And then this, then this sounded like a girl's voice said, House cleaning. House cleaning? At 5 a.m.? Seriously, when am I gonna get to go to bed? Told the other dude. So I cracked open the door, and it was a girl holding the same exact stuff. She looked at me, said, Please, can I come in? And I said, Yes. And I'm not sure. I decided, when we got in, we discussed for a long while. I came, I live up here in the northern wilderness. What you do? As I talked to the girl, she said that she lived in the middle of the wilderness. Yes, it sounds weird, but I do work in the northern wilderness. I do park services. You do? Yes. So I looked into her eyes. She looked tired. And I was also, we were all tired. I went upstairs to go to bed. I just wanted to get some quality sleep. When I, it was about maybe an hour later, I was deep. Until I heard <laughs> a loud gunshot and crush. <laughs> As I walked down the stairs, I saw the girl eating the other dude. The dude's head was soft. The dude's head was cut off. Blood was all over the floor. As he was eating, she did not notice me. As I, gra- as I ran up to my room and grabbed my shotgun from the wall, and I turned around, and she was right there. You didn't think that you could really escape, did you? Get the frick out of my lawn, you freaking weirdo! I pointed the gun right at her head and shot. It went straight through her. And she's like, oh, silly. Bullets don't affect me, me, me. 
and I was trying to figure out what to do. A loud knock hit the door. We both looked, and she raced down at ungodly speeds. But right when she hit the fo- right before she hit the floor, she said, "Oh, cutie pie," and got the gun and shot herself. I proceeded to walk downstairs to see what was at the door. This for a person there didn't say anything. I was terrified as there was severed human bodies all over parts, all over the floor. I opened up the door to an ungodly scene. Hi, hon. Would you like some cleaning with all that blood? Oh, I know by your instant reaction. Do you want me to clean you up? After I scut your head, I looked at her, and then she looked at me. Oh, hon, you can't run. I'm going to clean you up after I cut your throat open. Oh, hon, you can't escape. Yes, I can. I can. As I looked over. And it was blackness. I turned back. And she was gone. I looked around again. And looked back. And I saw her again. With the large knife from the kitchen. Oh, hun. You should have never really came out here. And now. I'm going to clean you up. And don't worry. I'll clean this whole house for you after I cut your head and put it into my stew. Thank you all for watching, everybody. This was a kind of a weird plot twister episode, but thank you all for coming. And thank you.